0: i'm going out i gotta go i'll bang a ring on the radio so turn it up i'm telling you i think i'm ready for
1: something new hey hello hi i'm noel the host of pop punk and pizza and today i'm joined by unwell how are you guys
2: good, good. how are you doing good.
1: i'm doing good.
2: doing good
1: and uh you guys are from detroit right
3: Yes,
0: we are.
1: Do you guys have yes. a favorite pizza place there?
0: Mm. Dude, I love Buddy's pizza. Buddy's pizza. I love Buddy's pizza. Buddy's pizza is so good. Pizza. You're like familiar with detroit style pizza. It's fucking so good.
1: Cool. I'll have to try it if I go there. And how did you guys meet each other?
3: Uh, that's a good question. Um... Well, me and Chris, um, Matt, through, um, we're both audio engineers, or went to school to be audio engineers and music producers, and okay. um, we met interning at the same recording studio, and uh, then he ended up just, like, full-time working for me, and then um, then one day, he was like, we should start a band, and uh, then we met Matt,
2: and yeah, then Matt, you can chime in. I've known Matt since seventh grade,
1: and Ooh. so me and him were
2: in a, a band together in high school, and... Um, that kind of you know it wasn't anything super serious um but we uh, we started unwell during the pandemic.
0: Mm-hmm. Connor. Wait you guys should tell the story of how you and Connor met Drew for how you guys found Connor.
3: Yeah so um when I had first started my recording business um I had a contest for a free EP okay. and when I decided who won, it was Connor's band, and uh, he lives out in Colorado. And um, uh, they won this contest, and I was like, "I'll record three songs for you guys for free." You know, I was just trying to get my like name out there with some bands from out of Michigan. And Connor and his band came out, and so we met. And then their band kind of fizzled out, and Connor brought me his next project, which is his other band, uh, Common Rule. And we did a couple records together and uh, shot him the question after our current drummer situation wasn't really working out. Um, if he would be even interested in being in a pop punk band because he plays very heavy music and uh, he was actually totally down. And now he uh, he comes out here to Detroit uh, from Denver to uh, be in a band with us. So very fun.
1: Cool. So when did you guys decide that music was something that you wanted to pursue? I feel like oh. I've
3: never,
4: like, since I was a kid. always wanted to. Like the mm-hmm. second a guitar I put in my hand, that's what I wanted to do.
3: Cool. Yeah, same. Um, I I literally graduated high school and started working at a recording studio, and uh, I've been trying to make a living doing music in every way, shape, or form since. So. Yeah, nice.
1: I've
2: always wanted to. I've always wanted to do music. My dad was in a, was in a touring band in the 80s. And um, and so music's kind of just always been a part of my family. And uh, I picked up a guitar when I was super young and, and knew instantly that was what I wanted to do.
0: Nice. Yeah, I uh, I went to school for or went to college for uh, musical theater. Um, and I oh, got cool. my bachelor's yeah, I got my BFA uh, from the University of Cincinnati, CCM. And then, but I like grew up singing in high school and was in that band with Chris in high school. So I had a good mix of like, you know, pop punk and, you know, some more classical stuff. And uh, mm-hmm. that's kind of where I got my style from. And then, yeah. And then, yeah, you know, I graduated college and joined this band. And it's always just been part of my life. And, uh, you know, I I wouldn't trade it for anything. Cool.
2: Yeah, I started playing in... And bands in high school, mostly like heavy music. And I honestly didn't think that it would be a possibility to make a living um, doing that until I think sophomore year of high school, I got a, an offer to go tour Europe with this band um, and I decided school wasn't for me. So I dropped out and went and did a tour and I was hooked. So it's been the goal ever since.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. What about you, Joe?
4: uh i like i said i just ever since i was young i like my parents bought me a guitar when i was a kid ever since i got one wanted to do it so just kind of it sparked it in me right away
1: for sure and right now you're an independent band so would you ever want to be signed to a label sometime in the future or what is kind of your stance on labels
0: i Matt, think like can... okay yeah i mean our stance on labels are you know yeah, I mean, we're definitely open to signing to a label in the future. We're not like, we're proudly independent for sure. Like we love where we're at. We love what we're doing. We love the freedom and control we have over what we're doing right now. Um, but, you know, our door's open. You know, anything's possible in the future. Um, we think labels roles can be, you know, they can they can provide, they can be really crucial members of your team um, and valuable players, on you know, on your team as well. So, you know, I think, <laughs> I think they can provide a lot of resources for bands and a lot of opportunities that you can't do independently. Um, Cause there right. are things are a lot harder to accomplish independently. Not, I mean, an independent bank can be just as successful or more successful as a signed band at the end of the day, but you know, it's just mm-hmm. some things are a lot harder independent and some things are yeah. a lot easier when, so, you know, and you know, we're, we're open to whatever makes the most sense. Cause it's a lot, there's a lot to those deals other than just being like, Oh, yeah, this is it's this much amount of money for like this many songs. Like, cool. Like, there's there's so many like terms and conditions, and like, yeah, there's the contacts are crazy. So, you know, there's a lot that goes into signing to a label, but yeah, that, that's that was the long form answer being of saying that, yeah, we're open to it for sure. Yeah. Yep.
1: Good answer. And you have your debut album coming out this Friday called Trial and Error. How is the process of writing this album uh, compared to writing your last EP, New Moons?
3: Who's got that one? You got all right. Uh, So so when um, we were writing New Moons, I felt like um, we're we're Really figuring stuff out and where we wanted to take, um, just like our style of music. Obviously, we wanted pop punk, but it was definitely uh, a, I guess for a lack of better term, like trial and error of figuring out what we wanted to do and who we wanted to be. And once we started writing this, um, uh, full length, um, I think once we did Epiphany was when we realized, like, I think we have a unique style of where we wanted to kind of push ourselves in um and throughout that process it's been a very rad balance of like aggressive pop punk trying to push it into you know radio rock a little bit but um yeah it's i think the the second album writing process was a lot more mature a lot more thought out and a little bit more um Definitely more planned because we had learned so much from our first EP. Um, but yeah, I guess that's my answer. What about you, Chris?
2: Yeah, it was definitely altogether a better experience. And uh, yeah, we were all, I think, in different places in life too when we were writing New Moons. And um, yeah, just the whole process of trial and error has just been so so great.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's how you kind of like came up with the name for it. It's just. Like, there's a lot of trial and error.
3: Yeah, Matt said it recently.
0: How did you put it recently, Matt? I don't remember word for word how I said it. But like, yeah, it's it's a lot of trial and error still. Like figuring out what our sound is, you know, what we are doing as a band. You know, trial and error in our lives as well, too. Because mm-hmm. speaking for me personally, like I'm still, you know, figuring shit out. Like, I don't, yeah. you know, it's a lot of trial in my life right now. So that was like a theme that resonated with me greatly uh for this album um because this I mean we wrote Epiphany almost 2 years ago now and uh so this album's been it's been like 2 years yeah. that we've been working on so like throughout these 2 time. years yeah it's 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 been a lot of up and downs and trial and error and it just kind of felt like you know there's a lot of mix of genres on the album not like m- complete genre but like there's a lot of influences yeah. on the album yeah i know what you mean like, it's yeah so it just kind of felt like that was it just felt right once we came up with that name
1: yeah i think it does fit and that's kind of how life is it's just overall a lot of trial and error so it makes sense um and you have five new songs out now from the upcoming album what were your inspirations behind those songs either musically or otherwise
0: there's like i said i mean there's stories yeah, there's there's a bunch of different, like each song is its own inspiration and story. So mm-hmm. and it's kind of hard to sum up sum it up in just like an overarching yeah. thing. But
1: well, which one is I your mean, favorite? And, <laughs> out Chris of the ones junior. that you released so far? Um, I, think for me, I think
2: for me it's trial and error. Um, I think it came to us yeah. in such a almost easy way. Um, when we were sitting down creating it it just uh everything flowed out so easily um i think we did it and what the instrumental in like one or two sessions
3: yeah it was like two days of writing and um that you know this was the first time that we felt like we truly got to collab with other artists on that song and um it was very um inspiring having more more than just us five guys in the room, even though we definitely feed off each other a ton, um, having a couple other guys that have incredible talent was really, really inspiring to me. And uh, for those who don't know, uh, we had a saxophone feature on that, on the title track of the record, Trial and Error, and um, his name's is Rose. And uh yeah. I feel like a lot of bands always go out with, uh, you know, who's the famous singer we can get on a song and... Mm-hmm. Um, trying to approach that with someone who plays you know saxophone that can yeah. bring an entirely new flavor to a song was mm-hmm. I you guys can can vouch I was absolutely losing my mind about this idea <laughs> and, yeah and it, we got so lucky shooting the music video with everybody's schedules and stuff and uh, yeah that song kind of is a miracle to me so it was probably my favorite
1: cool and what has been your favorite show that you've played at so far
0: um wanna take
4: that one? Uh I feel like my favorite one so far has been our Crowfoot one just because it was such a big show.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it was,
4: it was a very powerful so... yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was we a, were... that Indianapolis one where it was pouring rain because it was like honestly a terrible show, but it was so fun because <laughs> it was such a shit show. Like...
1: Yeah, sometimes that makes it more fun. Like when things are going
4: wrong. Yeah, literally, the wind was blowing our drummer's cymbals over. Like. Oh no! Yeah, it was a windy, yeah. rainy day. It was
3: gross. Did you I keep think, going yeah. after
1: that happened?
3: Oh, oh yeah. yeah, it was. It was the song number one. Matt was catching oh,
2: no. cymbal stands as they were falling over. <laughs> oh great! Page,
4: coming up with squeegees to like push
3: water away from all of our pedal boards. <laughs> it was. It was
1: oh
3: boy um but definitely i think i think i agree with joe my favorite show is the crowfoot um it was our hometown show on the last tour we were on with every avenue and make out and um our hometown really brought it and um we were only playing one song off our new record but it was just like it was the first time we saw like a ton of people singing words and just being at home and -hmm. having that resonate with everybody at home was the energy in the room was just like
0: unmatched yeah (laughs) It, nice. was, it was crazy it was a crazy night like yeah. that show i mean yeah it was it was probably the largest crowd we played to the whole tour it was it was just That's unbelievable. Cool. and every avenue was from the hometown we are so like it was like a double hometown show yeah so it was yeah the energy was unmatched and i'll, I'll i'm gonna be the odd man out one of my other favorite shows we ever played was it was again in our hometown our hometown is just like there's <laughs> something special about it that energy in that room yeah um and yeah there's uh the last time we played it at the pike room on our very first tour we ever went on that was an awesome show too because the whole tour it was our very first tour the tour was a lot of fun but it was tough a lot of learning happened um first time mm-hmm. sleeping in a van so you know it was a tough tour but we ended the tour in our hometown at the pike room and the energy was there all the people were singing tightrope i remember like it was the first time we ever heard people singing tightrope you notice screaming it at us, like yeah. back at us. didn't have to do anything, and it was like one of the most—I'll never forget that moment when we took out our in ears, ear monitors, yeah. and like listening to them singing. It. it was so cool. It that's really awesome. cool. Awesome. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think that's kind of what every band hopes for, just like for people to sing their music back to them. I think that's really cool. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and you have the first show of your tour tomorrow in Detroit. Are you excited for that?
3: so excited
2: can't wait
1: yeah yeah and um you're playing at the cobra lounge in chicago this saturday november 18th for any chicago listeners out there um and what artists or bands inspire or influence you when you're writing songs man
3: um there's a ton of them um i think we're fans of all different kinds of pop punk and i think we're fans of all different kinds of like post-hardcore and metal and all that stuff and i think we've it's it's hard to accumulate because we we had a lot of influences on different songs but um we're big fans of you know story so far neck deep and um you know four year strong and all the all the big bands that have like really pushed um you know pop punk forward in the in the last like 5 years
1: cool and is there a specific message that you hope people get from listening to your music, or like, what do you hope they get out of it?
0: You know, I I think uh, let me think about this. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, our, our thing as a band is like, or kind of why we're called Unwell is just because we, where we named ourselves, kind of when we were all in like, an, in our in an Unwell situation in our lives, like we didn't really know what we were doing um it was during covid so like you know a lot of people can kind of relate to those themes and mm-hmm. i think trial and error is a good like follow up to new moons in the sense that like kind of what we touched on earlier like life is a lot of trial and error and there's a lot of each each song has a different message but like each song has like i feel uh like a really relatable story that is just kind of like a chapter in life like each each song feels like a different chapter in, in my life personally because mm-hmm. you know over the last two years like this song was written early in th- in the two years and then yeah. like in the middle of those two one of those songs. And i don't know so I, I i feel like i'm circling it here i don't know if i can like pinpoint what our message is but it's 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 you know something about trying there anybody else <laughs> can tell me out <laughs> Um, I think a
3: big one is um, I hope people find inspiration in the music and whether that's like getting through your day where there's songs like Clueless where like, you know, can motivate you through having a shit job or um, the song trial and error where like, a similar theme of just trying to get through life with with trying your best and trying to figure out what you're trying to do and hope you don't end up in a shitty situation and but if you do, how are you gonna get through it? And I think a lot of our music is um could be used as coping mechanism, not coping mechanisms, but it can help you through, you know, tough shit because I know when we wrote it, it helped us through tough shit. And um mm-hmm. I know when I always listened to music when I was a kid, there are certain A certain factor to listening to a band that you are into that made you want to pick made me want to pick up a guitar myself and Mm -hmm. uh, I've always wanted to just inspire kids to pick up a guitar or learn how to sing or just um, you know figure out like inflict inspiration in music in general
1: yeah for sure music is so inspiring to me just like oh go ahead
2: no 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 (laughs) go ahead what were you gonna say yeah
1: like My Chemical Romance inspired me to, like, start playing guitar and, like, you know, all my favorite bands helped me get through hard times, so that's definitely very relatable.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I was just gonna follow up on Drew there with a better answer. There's a lyric on the title track, Trial and Error, that goes, maybe it's just me or maybe it's my depression, but when I fail so many times, it's hard to find the lesson. And that's, Mm -hmm. like, that that lyric right there kind of sums up the whole album for me like yeah and and just my life the past two years <laughs> like when you fail it's it's for me sometimes it's like really hard to find why like every that's like the whole thing of trial yeah. and error like you're supposed to fail but you're supposed to learn from your mistakes and mm-hmm. like sometimes you fail and you're like yeah. well, what the fuck like what am i supposed to learn <laughs> yeah from? like what,
3: what is the yeah whole what point? am i supposed to learn from this what am i supposed to learn exactly yeah,
0: yeah and uh yeah so i just wanted to add that to that i like that
1: yeah it's very true <laughs> sometimes that happens um so you've toured with bands like alisana palisades and make out who has been your favorite band to tour with so far
3: mm, I, i'm gonna say alisana for me okay i
2: would agree on alisana
1: for yeah. me too any specific <laughs> reason
3: they're well they're just fucking legends dude i don't know how else to put it like um it's crazy to think that they haven't put out a song in like 10 years and they can still fill an 800 to a thousand cap room effortlessly and um they were they're definitely tour veterans and that was like Mm -hmm. tour number two or three for us and it was just, just cool to like see guys that have been at it for so long and being like on our third tour and just seeing how it's
1: done. Yeah. And kind of like learning from them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. And if you could collaborate with any artist or band, who would you choose?
3: Oh, anybody, huh? Um... damn, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go big and say like. Tom DeLonge or like Mark Hoppus or yeah
2: uh, Ben
0: Barlow from Nick well, Deep yeah or, that, I
2: think that uh, would be mine would be Ben Barlow
0: dude mm-hmm. I'd wanna I'd wanna work with Caleb Shomo hands okay. down
2: oh that, that
1: is a really dude. good one. Yeah. yeah
0: Caleb Schomo
1: or Turnstile would be oh cool. yeah that the would turn style be like Turnstile cool. too yeah nice and. You did a pop punk version of "Fast Car" by Tracy Chapman, and I like your version a lot better, honestly. Uh, <laughs> what made you want to cover that song in particular?
3: Um, so if I remember this correctly, um, we wrote that similar to uh. Similar to when we wrote our song "Friends Change," it was like within maybe a month or a couple weeks apart, and um, we had this meeting with a lovely lady named uh, Nicole Abia, who works for Hopeless Records, and she kind of gave us like more of like a, she made our art, uh, the big moon logo on our New Moons record. Um, okay. she's an awesome lady, and uh, we had a like kind of like a <laughs> like a counselor's meeting of like we're starting uh, a band. What um you know what are things you guys look for and Mm -hmm. um she just kind of gave us a lowdown of like what like big labels like kind of look for in young bands and what's cool and what's not not that it like got assigned or anything but um she told us that banger covers is is a huge is a huge thing for them and something that they're into and um, I never wanted if we were gonna ever cover a song. I never wanted to do a top forty, and I always think when you are in a pop punk setting that nostalgia and stuff like that hits the hardest. And mm-hmm. uh, I've always thought the main riff of Fast Car was um like hiding a pop punk riff in there, and I've always thought yeah. it would be a good song to cover. And when uh we sat down and thought about what songs we could cover. That was the first one I threw on the table. And we uh we like wrote the majority of it, like literally as soon as we got off of that meeting. And oh um, really? Yeah, yeah. We were super inspired by the idea of just like covering like a nostalgic song, and we kind of just like mm-hmm. threw some guitars over like the old version of Tracy Chapman's song, and we were yeah. like, I'm like, this could be really cool. And the funny part is is her song, her version has like, man, like five or seven verses so we had to like yeah. really cut it we had to really cut it down yeah so we we definitely applied like more of like a pop structure form of of that song and um yeah we were we were surprised at how awesome it turned out and um I think it inflicts a ton of nostalgia for people and I think that's why a lot of people like it is you get a certain feeling mm-hmm. when you listen to it
1: yeah and I think you added a lot of energy to it too Like, I could hear, like, in the original song, how it could be made into, like, a pop-punk song. Like, it just has that kind of, like, vibe, I guess. And then you just, like, added more energy to it. So, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And where can our listeners find your music?
3: Everywhere. Uh, Anywhere the music, anywhere.
1: Cool. So, like, Spotify, Amazon, everything? Yeah. And anything else you'd like to plug or mention before we go, like social media or anything like that?
0: Um, yeah, we're, on... yeah. uh, we're going on tour. We're going on tour, baby. Yeah. We're going on tour. Uh, G, uh, wait, no, no, it's November. November 16th yeah. through November 30th. And we're coming Midwest East coast to a ton of cities. It's going to be a ton of fun. It's our debut album tour. And uh that's what I wanted to plug, and we just dropped a whole new merch line, and it's the first time we printed vinyl, and we got this really cool awesome. splatter, like splatter vinyl, and we're like, yeah. we're all so
4: excited because it
0: it's just we've never had. I don't know about any of these guys. Well, no, I I don't think any of us have had a vinyl of our own music before. Never, if I'm right? I've I've <laughs> worked for bands that have had vinyl
3: of music that I've worked on, but I've never had it for our own music. So
1: yeah,
3: it's that's it's really, really cool. Special yeah 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 we're just gonna have to plug the the new album we put so much hard work into it and um we couldn't be more excited for everyone to hear it so yeah. go that shit it comes out november 17th
1: awesome well thank you so much guys for taking the time to do this interview i really appreciate it
0: we appreciate you, you. Thank, thank you, you so much. much
1: yeah of course yeah. it's nice Thanks. meeting you guys
0: yeah nice to yeah, meet you, you too. too thank you so much for your time
1: of course see ya
0: Bye. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya Hey, come in and have a slice of
2: pizza